0: Hi Dad, you want to introduce first? You want me to introduce first? I I would love to. Go I'm for Dad. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dad. I'm Randy, and I uh, am just uh, you know some guy on the street. That's that's really all we city of faces mentality, right? That's right. That's right. There's and, so and, many, and I'm <laughs> one of them. <laughs> what a depressing future from the <laughs> past. Um, what are you going to talk about today? <laughs> Well, you have to introduce yourself Oh, crud, you're right I, I'm Sean, son? Sean. <laughs> I'm Sean, Shonson, Randison <laughs> We'll get better at this one day One day, we, yes, this is only episode four <laughs> We have at least a hundred before people will start listening anyway. Yeah, we're fine, we're fine, it's all okay. good yeah.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> What are you going to uh, talk it's... about today? Randy? Well,
0: in, I think let's talk about popcorns and playlists. Woo! I I have a movie uh, <laughs> that is that is just a, okay. So when you buy a Roku TV, it has the menu, and you choose your input. But on the side of it, on the side of the input screen, it gives you a little teaser for uh, a show that it thinks is cool or somebody bought, you know, the space and wants to go there. And this particular, I just, I saw it and I thought, well, that sounds kind of good. I mean, it, I don't know what it sounds like actually, but it sounds okay. I'll watch it. And it was a movie called capsule. C-A-P-S-U-L-E. Right. Have you ever seen this movie? I've never heard of it. I had and I take a stab at what it is. Yes, please do. Capsule. All right. So it is about, a uh, an escape pod from a uh, spaceship landing on a planet and it opens up and the, the townsfolk have to deal with it. That is absolutely wrong. Good. Thank goodness. <laughs> Cause that would be actually that that's writable. That's, that's pretty, pretty interesting. <laughs> I was envisioning it was going to be something about, you know, like 2001 space odyssey kind of thing. Uh huh. It isn't. The premise is that in 1959, uh, the Cold War was going very hot. You know, it was it was Cold War was very, very active. And in 1959, the Russians or the Russians beat everybody to space in whatever. And uh, this is the story of the British uh, space Administration where they launched a a man to orbit the Earth one day for one day and then come back down. And the it starts with the guy in the capsule. his name is um, Edmund Kingsley very You're British yeah very British, very British <laughs> but he's an astronaut in like a Gemini capsule. Oh tiny but it's it's British, so it's not Gemini. But so <laughs> he's in a he's in a capsule <laughs> and most of the movie is is just the camera from the dashboard of the capsule. Wow. It is well shot, it is amazingly acted. Active it was uh made in 2015 and made the uh festivals circuit. Um, It gets a lot of really, really high praise and uh, I won't give you, I won't give you the spoiler, but so he's, it starts with him in the capsule and there's been some kind of um, damage or something is wrong with the Uh capsule. And so he's a lot of it is him uh, reflecting on his wife and talking to his friend, Harry and losing communication and other things breaking and he's running out of oxygen and Ooh. one of his engine breaks, and all this, if it's not one thing, it's another kind of <laughs> stuff. And, uh, the ending is a quite a twist what they twist. <laughs> uh, it's a really, 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 I would highly recommend it. Um, the cinematography in it, uh, is so amazingly good okay i can't i can't give this movie high enough praise it is i it if it doesn't become a cult favorite then something is wrong with the cults (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome do you know who plays the the astronaut yeah he's uh edmund kingsley oh oh that's i thought that was the character's name oh no no His the character's name is guy guy oh that's yeah lovely generic that's yes edmund yes. kings and he plays a it, the synopsis oh. says after years of flying fighter planes and five years as a test pilot guy is now on december 4th 1959 on a secret british space capsule order orbiting earth trying to re-enter but things start going wrong <laughs> can he despite cold war Get back to Earth safely. All it, right. It is. Uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of reviews too. I don't know what it's. Um, That's one is really good. Uh, yeah. yeah, I, I would, I would. I mean, this it was on kind of Pluto TV or something like that. Pluto, uh, but it That's was cool. yeah. He definitely has a a recognizable face. I'm looking through the the credits here. I don't oh, know good. any of these things, um, but <laughs> very he's very it's very generic. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. There's no star power. Um, I That's hope awesome. this I hope this guy becomes a star. Was that good? Okay. He was that good. It was just really well done. And there's a review in that review that I just skimmed over that said uh, terrible storytelling. <laughs> um, some people don't get it. I guess. So if it's so you got the, the one main character and it's it's a story through flashbacks and you you the, it's, the whole It's drama. not even real it's not really even flashbacks. There's only really? a couple. He he uh the opening scene he wakes up to his um wife telling him to wake up on this <laughs> on the space capsule and he is envisioning her there. And uh it's wow. just so it really is just from the what a what a neat way to tell a story because you're definitely going to get if you're just locking onto that the astronaut's face there you're going to get yeah. that character connection pretty quickly right really and nice. yeah don't don't get me wrong there are some shots of him his hand um hitting some switches and um it's all in the capsule though wow it's different things in the capsule so i would i would recommend it i out of uh, on a, a scale from zero to five, Gemini capsules, I would give it a five. Oh wow! All right, that's our highest
1: Gemini our capsule highest rated yet. movie yet.
0: That's, that's right. So, uh, what's what what's your movie tonight? All right, um, travel back in time with me. I am not going to avoid spoilers because um, the one that we're talking about today is twenty one years old. Um it's. Uh, let's uh, full full setting here. I'm not sure if Blockbuster had DVDs at the time, but we're we're standing in a blockbuster. It's two thousand two the The place smells a little funny. You can hear the the hum of the the Pepsi machine in the background um flipping through things. and suddenly you walk through an aisle, and there's a a creepy boat in the the picture, and it's got a skeleton face on the front. <laughs> and you know. I gotta watch that. That looks amazing. You have to, mostly because in two thousand two we were all younger and dumber. I think was the uh, <laughs> the reason this movie would have been rented <laughs> at the time. Um, right, right. Um, Ghost Ship is a movie that's that we watched. Uh, Richard and I were texting uh, a while back, and and he goes, "Hey, Ghost Ship is on HBO Max," <laughs> and I don't think I've seen. Ghost Ship. Since checking it out from Blockbuster in two thousand two, right, right. um, uh, it's I, I love Ghost Ship. <laughs> so. Absolutely, absolutely. I. It is so ghost uh-huh. ship. It's <laughs> it's so, so something. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, but the the whole thing. Juliana Margulies is the the lead here. She's at the height of her ER fame uh, can really do anything with her career. And the, the story goes that she was pitched this movie. That was an attempt to make, um, the shining on the sea, um, shining. One of the best movies ever made ever. Made, yes. The script presented to her was a kind of psychological thriller along those lines where the, the ship itself is the, the villain, um, as we now know that is not what that was is made nowhere near um, <laughs> <laughs> juliana Margulies, much like the um, the lead actor in clash of the titans um, has disavowed this movie um she says that it was um, the story goes that she was pitched shining on the sea and she wound up with ghost ship so um <laughs> I don't think it damaged her her career at all. I don't she, think so either. I very talented, very good at the melodrama. I think she wanted to get yeah. out of that though. So right, right. But I would I would say um, that the the worst that it could do for her career was introduce her to a whole new audience. Right, right. Because I think people who saw that case shining on the sea too Uh (laughs) uh-huh that's why we never bought this one that's not even on (laughs) laser disc that opening scene though with the the cable snap through everybody on the the top deck and they slowly realize that they just died um one of the best horror movie scenes out there absolutely beginning and the end of this movie are perfect um yeah, perfect for a different way at the end um but the right. the opening scene that cable snap that tension you'd know something bad is going to happen they shoot it very well That with the they uh, put more effort into the opening scene than, than they did, did the else. entire rest of the building the the, they built they, it up they they were they set that mood mm-hmm. they Oh man. And the little clues that something bad was going to happen with all the perfect sound, death. the sound on that opening scene with the, yeah. it's not like a stoing with the, the nice. cable getting ready to, it's not cartoonish getting ready right. to snap. It's very much a, Oh, Oh no. Oh no. Everybody go away kind of sound. Yes. <laughs> and they did it. They did it so well where the angle of the cut, started low and went high yep when the captain's <laughs> head fell off of his jaw <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> <laughs> that, the, whoever the actress was well, the little actress that that did the scream for for that scene was did that very well it was exact you're right that opening sequence could have been a movie it could it should have been the movie should have, should been, have been the, the movie. movie but instead again no spoiler warning here it's it's 21 years old everybody's seen ghost ship now um the <laughs> the whole thing uh, is about uh robbing the the ship of gold and that's that's the whole setup for the the whole right. thing right. we find that out later on after weird jump scares and spooky like oh no the pool's filling with blood and there's bullet holes everywhere what happened here Um, just yes yes you know there are there are sections of it that lean towards psychological thriller Uh uh-huh but on a self-destructive path that the director had or the writer had something went wrong yes something yes yes what got me is the the final battle scene where we realize that's the person that sends the ship's crew on this quest to go to the ghost ship and figure out that there's gold there they give the boat doesn't become the villain at the end right. it's this weird hired goon of the devil who tricks people into coming onto the boat and killing them so that he could collect souls to pay a debt or something something yeah it didn't need I never to happen we did, did not, not need yeah. the boat could be the bad guy the boat. The, shining. the the boat Hotel should have the been bag. the bad guy. The 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 guy who uh, led everybody to the boat. The that same guy that that servant of the devil, whatever he is. Uh-huh. He could have been an innocent person that was caught up with it. Uh uh-huh. And they all could have been. You know, I I would love to have seen um, an extended hallway. You know, where the hallway stretches. Scene. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That would have been great. Um, and seeing things like exit signs light up where the door leads to falling into the ocean. <laughs> yep. That, something like that. That would, would have, have been, been great. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But no, they but. stuck with rusty decks and falling through and going, ah, yep. yeah. Oh, Scream. Stop it. Ah. <laughs> 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 it didn't need to become a devil movie. It did not. No, no. It just, it needed to be something other than a 90 minute jump scare thing. Um, Exactly. Exactly. um, One of my, so the cast was, was super fun in it. Uh, We had super young Isaiah Washington in 2002. We're still very early on with CGI and human interaction. Uh, Uh Cause we had, you know, like who framed Roger Rabbit was, it's a breakthrough yeah 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 and nobody did it better than bob hoskins um but in this one we have a scene where isaiah washington has to stand in the middle of a sound stage and pretend that tables are showing up around him all the time so he's got these really jerky motions yes what's going on yes oh my goodness no i'm reacting to whatever people are saying over here (laughs) Like, they mm-hmm. couldn't have thrown like tennis balls at him or something to get right. a realistic reaction, but right. it was, it was, it was almost cute seeing how far <laughs> he'd <in> 21 years. <laughs> yeah. it'd be fun to see him do that now. Uh, he wouldn't, he's beyond ghost ship antics, but uh, <laughs> right, right, right. I'm not breaking into the business anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Juliana Margulies, of course. Um, Gabriel Burns, who was the um, in the usual suspects, another great almost 30 year old movie uh, from, from the, right. that era. Um, he was the best thief in that one, no, not Kaiser Sis, but the, um, the very, very good character, actor, Gabriel Burns. Okay. Yeah. Um, and a 12 year old Carl Urban is also. In this one, 12 um, year old Carl urban. Are you serious? He's not actually 12, but he oh. he looks like a baby in, in this one. Um, oh, you're right. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Yes. Yeah. That was Carl urban. That was Carl urban. I'm well, so I'm, sorry, Carl. Yeah. Yeah. He used to be relegated to bro roles and that was a good reminder of like, oh, wow. Now he's, he's dread. <laughs> yeah. He's McCoy. <laughs> um, what else? I've got. I've got more notes. Um, oh, there was a, a scene that angered me. Um, <laughs> so, um, you've got uh, Juliana Margulies and the blonde guy running through. Um, I don't remember blonde guy's name. He disappeared in the early two thousands. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he's they're they're running through the, uh, the the ship. And they come along with this tank and the tank bursts open and there's bodies and the bodies haven't decayed at all. Yes. Yes. And the first question that blonde guy asks is how long do you think they've been here? Like, what? No, that is not a natural question to be asking right now, but Juliana Margulies' character responds with a couple months as they're running. <laughs> there are some logical leaps in the storytelling that's right, you're just right you right out you're like it right. doesn't make a lot of sense I, I wonder if that conversation was like really shortly after a jump scare <laughs> right because right. that's what you got to cover it with right <laughs> it's it's, It was so, um, it's so bad so yeah it's it's just one of one of those movies um, do have to jump forward to the end of the movie where we have the, the second best twist in horror movie history. I'm going to leave best twist open to interpretation. Um, so somehow it be the best, it cannot it, it be the best be. no matter what, but it is pretty good. So it's, it's pretty good um, yeah. in, in all the wrong ways. Um, so we open with a fantastic entrance into this, this whole world that they want to build. And then we close with the campiest thing that has ever been put to film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Juliana Margulies is being put into the back of an ambulance. Uh, she's found floating at sea by another cruise ship. Um, and as she's being put into the ambulance, she looks out and the, the boxes that held the gold on ghost ship, are being ported inside the new cruise ship oh, wow. and the the devil guy rides up um, behind the boxes and makes eye contact with juliana margulies your uh-huh. characters start shouting no just like anakin at the end of yes um, yes, yes revenge of the sith and then mud veins not falling starts to play <laughs> 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 you're right that is a horrible ending it's the worst it's It's the the worst worst. it's gonna get more souls oh no we didn't destroy the bad guy no it's not like they're setting up a sequel juliana Margulies' character isn't going back on a boat ever again it's just (laughs) realistic here you know that's so I, i i thought one of the other things that really ruined it was the ghost of the little girl Mm. Uh, and uh, the little word game uh it was like cubes on wire and Uh she could make words and the first one was when she was alive it was i am so bored (laughs) and then uh the other then it started giving messages messages quote unquote to the crew (laughs) and that was like um Excuse me, but why do you exist?? <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. It's just it was it was so that didn't need to happen the The ghosts, none of that and the naked singer um right died <laughs> to fall down the elevator. Uh-huh. that didn't need to happen. It didn't need to be personally it had to be I thought that um Amityville horror was better. No. And that sucked. The, the one with Ryan Reynolds or the one from the 70s? That's the one from the 70s. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is pretty really good. I can't say anything bad about anything Ryan Reynolds does. No. No. <laughs> that's just not that's not being human. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he sold uh Mint Mobile. Yeah, I saw that headline. 21 yeah. billion dollars or something. That's like that. that's a lot of money. That's, uh... that's a couple of bucks. Yeah, maybe <laughs> mint that mobile That's us uh... yeah yeah it is a mint i'm printing money <laughs> um that's that's a uh that's a fair assessment of that movie but then there was that other one that was released it was another boat um i've forgotten it now oh no uh um, judd nelson had judd nelson and it uh-huh. was oh it, it had more heart droid. And lost voyage lost voyage yes and that it did have more heart because judd nelson is so cool Uh huh. <laughs> and that um uh, the lady who played the reporter she was she was very good she was very catty and very <laughs> um perfect she was she was perfect for it um and then it, it did little creepy things like uh the the rocking chair um uh, yes oh wow uh-huh <laughs> i thought that was a much better movie now probably because of judd nelson that's a <laughs> probably because of judd nelson yeah and it yeah it had more heart because he had a personal stake in it it wasn't about getting rich right right it was, it was one of the about, main movies versus yeah. whatever was happening with this particular ghost ship movie <laughs> um <laughs> wow if you get onto imdb the trailer isn't even in uh widescreen i guess it'd be the (laughs) it's in it's not 16.9 it's 4.3 yeah yeah (laughs) it's wow that is lance henriksen oh man yes lance henriksen Um, Uh, Henriksen, yes Uh, that he was really good he was a little creepy but he was very good (laughs) every i thought everybody in it was um was pretty okay yeah that was from 2000 mm-hmm. i'm i'm mesmerized by this trailer that is oh wow oh the the i remember this i'm watching the trailer also the uh fantastically uh sci-fi uh special effects <laughs> yeah
1: that's i oh, think that sci-fi was
0: Channel is the only place i've ever seen that movie that's and that was when it was S C I F I. So it's, it's right, a, right, right, right. Uh, it was probably in the fake helicopter. Oh, yeah, that was that was wonderful. <laughs> that, was, that was wonderful. And I think it, I, I think that it was set up better because of the family connection and the, the rather than the hey, let's go get rich yeah i uh, yeah. found a ship and blah 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 yeah, it's just better so much better so. <laughs> crazy stuff crazy stuff i wonder wh- why was there a cuz it's it's another shining on the sea thing mm-hmm. what group of hollywood scriptwriters like was partying one night and said oh well what if what if we did the hotel but in the ocean and then (laughs) this gathered enough steam to collect multiple producers and lots and lots of funding for many projects that's right. Right. And if it's somebody that uh, if it's somebody that said, Oh, I hear they're making one. We should make one too. Right. right. Which one came out first. Right. And and (laughs) which one was actually pitched first. Right. we get some good i mean the core and deep impact were oh yes the the rivals we had volcano and dante's peak (laughs) neither of those (laughs) (laughs) just don't (laughs) it just it doesn't work out well when this kind of right right, right. (laughs) 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 it's like it's like uh csn Crosby Stills Nash and Young was was popular, so somebody got a group together and named it Poco, and uh, and tried to you know emulate that style. Is it it's slasher movies, right? Too that <laughs> that whole series of uh, Happy Birthday to Me and April Fool's Day, right, right, um, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, the the one at Camp, whatever, Friday the Thirteenth.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's
0: it's, is it, but specifically, I'm on the ocean and we need ghosts. (laughs) What (laughs) What? I need a boat to kill people. (laughs) 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 Hey, anybody got some special effects for boats? (laughs) Can you do real boats? No, 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 (laughs) no. Oh, no, 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 (laughs) that's what we're here for. We have this set we have this computer paint some crash test dummies put them in that barrel and uh that's what we're gonna do now that's that's next hey, do, does anybody know of anybody with a pool they don't like <laughs> you think like, james cameron um uh, do you think he watched these and went i could have done that better uh, <laughs> wait what wait, wait. We need just a better plot. Just (laughs) a. Maybe we could do a true true story. Huh. That's. I need Ed Harris. Does anybody know of any boats that sank? (laughs) (laughs) Can Can anybody help me here? (laughs) Come on. Let's go search for one. Literally, (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna take twenty years. (laughs) (laughs) My heart will go on. Um, Uh, I have some music that I need to talk about. Do you have? Oh, good. Let's let's talk about music. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Um, Discover Weekly did great things for me. Um, there's a lot of very good songs that I'm going to rush past because. One of my new favorite things happens at the end of this conversation. So, Oh, good. Um, all right. So first, um, I was introduced to a band called Pulses. Um, it's it's very difficult to say that on an audio format with that such a plosive P sound. Right. Wow. right. And S. A song called Run the Ghouls. It's this post-hardcore, screaming, high energy. It's fun. It's exciting. It sounds new. They approach it with a, a really comedic kind of tone. Now, nice. There, there's the, the introduction. It, they say, um, you know, they, uh, I don't even know what they're saying. It's it's falling away from me right now. But I think it goes like, oh, here it is. Like Like an old school hip-hop kind of thing. right Right. it's a lot of fun fantastic musicianship though um the guitar um feels like the um if you've heard coheed and cambria um claudio and matt i think is the the other guitarist name incredibly talented um narco debut they're a coheed sound like very good guitar in this song it's uh it's it's really fun run the ghouls run the The ghouls sir. By pulses okay um next one on my list made me sad um <laughs> uh, it is a song called gotta be productive it is 90 seconds it's mm-hmm. by a band called i hope i wrote this correctly Matstagram. um mm-hmm. and it just calls out hustle culture the entire way through and it made me sad as i realized you know we're running multiple podcasts i write books i work way too much during the day um Mm -hmm. but so that that fear of not doing something is is um bad and culturally disruptive so um
1: but it's 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 really
0: you know just out there just saying like hey you can have hobbies without trying to monetize them and all of that and it's uh um it was sad but it's 90 seconds of complete destruction of capitalism and that was that was fun I love, for that. I love it um but on that same notes um if any sponsors are listening um, <laughs> feel free to call it's a uh, um pod popcorn and playlists at gmail.com <clears throat> um five 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 <laughs> <TNTP>. <laughs> um next one is called permanent rebellion by ls dunes it's always fun when you've got like a a children's author's name um, attached to a song that is a lot of screaming. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It was, it felt like really old. It is old now. It's 20 years old. Screamo songs like Thursday in Sparta from the early two thousands. I remember it was, I'm sure you remember. I'm sure I remember. (laughs) My apologies, but thank you for the stereo system. <laughs> 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 uh, can I, can I just step in here with a comment, please? I, I have been working in the back of house of a restaurant for the last three days. And, <laughs> and uh, please, if you're working in a restaurant, use good speakers, playing, turning up your phone is not conducive to good music. <laughs> it's horrible, especially country. Oh no. Country oh. through a crackly iPhone. <laughs> oh, it's the worst. And they have this new, somebody did a, a remake of uh, oh. Leonard Skinner's, um, a Leonard Skinner song. Oh no. Oh yeah. um uh, um um They only have two, Sweet Home or Freebird, right? Mama told me when I was young. uh, Gotta be... Anyway, so there's a country version of that, and they take the guitar all the way up the neck, and they're going... That sound through a bad speaker phone (laughs) is probably... Worse than nails on a chalkboard. (laughs) Back to you. (laughs) Things to avoid. (laughs) Um, I had a, this one isn't on my list, but it's a song that popped up um, called Alone in Memphis. And it's by Austin Lucas, I think is the name. It's a country song, but I don't know if it's actually a country song. Interesting. it's bugging me a whole bunch. I have a dog eating my microphone cord at the moment. One second, please. <laughs> um, I'm glad you're awake, but please give me that. <laughs> hey, please get that out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll I'll send it to you. I want you to tell me if it's country, and then I'm going to send you a, a Dave House song and tell me what the difference is. Um, oh, okay. Dave House very much not country, but when played alongside this other one. It's country. The mixing of genre is, is insane. Um, all right. My list. Um, next one, phenomenal song. Um, everybody needs to hear this one. It's called worthy girl by kills birds. Um, when it, when it kicks in a whole lot of stuff happens immediately upon hearing this one, it feels like the the musicality of Sleater. Kinney, Who's phenomenal. Okay. Um, okay. Always been a, a very good band, um, but with the ferocity of "War on Women," um, oh no, <laughs> it is a uh, a song that kicks you in the butt the whole way through. And the bass, as I'm listening to the bass line, it feels like um, "Hey Man, Nice Shot" by Fuel, which really is the yeah, yeah <laughs> the the theme of Demon Night, starring Billy Zane, also yeah. in Titanic. Did not appear in any of the ghost ship movies. So, <laughs> but Demon Knight, um, however, <laughs> if anybody has a copy of that on VHS or DVD, please <laughs> hey, send it to <laughs> popcorn and playlist. P-O-block. Let us know <laughs> popcorn and playlist at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> it's uh, this song is amazing. I, I made my whole family listen to it. It is punk rock through and through it's nice. um challenging it makes you think and you you start moving along to it it's not a tap your foot kind of thing because it's not like a lyrically fun song it's a lyrically good song and oh that's, cool cool um, compared to i like the first song run the ghouls i have no idea what they're saying the entire time through so that's <laughs> a tap your foot because you're having fun with the NRA, right. it's it's probably just as it condemning of culture as as the this one is. <laughs> um, but worthy girl that kills birds is is very fun. Um, next one, my note is uh, had a band called Death by Ungabunga. <laughs> the band name is Death by Ungabunga. I didn't write down their song, but it's a really good band name. You know the joke that came from. I don't have any idea. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's wait. it's a horrible it's a horrible Is it appropriate? Horrib- uh, <laughs> maybe not. Uh well, okay. our- I thought it was a fun word rhyme and now it's now it's not fun. So, <laughs> never it's mind. A very, it's a very old <laughs> joke, so uh it's probably disappeared into the uh yeah. the joke. <laughs> Caverns, <laughs> but death by Unga is funny. funny. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Well, um, next up this is the last one. I can't wait. Drum I know The song is called New Vegas Bomb, it is by Cliff Diver, which is a fun, fun That's band fun. name. That's Hopefully, fun. no horrible connotations to it. Um, then, <laughs> um, if there's no water down at the bottom, then there's horrible. That's true. Then <laughs> um, and then, if it's, featuring... if it's a guy, if it's a guy who works at Casa Bonita, <laughs> then it's just happy and fun. Because <laughs> woohoo! It's like, well, not right now. It's... No water. Um. <laughs> <laughs> They're remodeling it. I forgot. <laughs> no Come practice months. time for the divers <laughs> <laughs> so uh the band is cliff diver um they're a band akin to um four years strong kind of bro rock a whole whole way through um okay but they're featuring on this one scott to network who is a, a youtuber kid who has a obviously long history with like Drum core Drums Along to Rockies kind of oh, stuff. Nice. Yeah. Um, and is single handedly bringing back ska for its fourth or fifth wave. Um, nice. It's a, Scott Team D- Network is also part of We Are the Union, which is a fantastic, fantastic group. Um, cool. But this particular song combining the um, cliff diver aesthetic, and then you've got this absolutely fantastic, um, like third verse pop into a ska song. Oh, I got goosebumps when I heard it. It was oh, that's cool. So dang good. Uh it's it starts the song double bass going the whole time through. Um nice. sounds like uh the Newfound Glory lead singer. Um, you probably don't know Newfound Glory because I wasn't into them. I I did not know mm-hmm. them. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're they're now my guilty pleasure. I do enjoy Newfound Glory. Good, good. So. Are they ska? Uh, they are crappy pop punk. Um, <laughs> oh, okay, all right, I get it. Yeah. They still Hence, aren't good, but they're <laughs> listenable now in my my old age. But uh, <laughs> oh, <you're> so old. <laughs> um, but it's I just I love ska through and through. It is the absolute That's... best you got. I love ska too. Ska can be, I I think ska and Irish bar music. Yes. Are two of the happiest, or it can be. Yeah, it can be, or it's
1: really genre. sad. That's right. What. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> Irish bar music can get really sad too, but. Uh... <laughs> like, like the variety in ska is great. You've got everything from like early police, that's yeah. a ska band. That sure um, is. Madness, you've got Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, Real Big Fish. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, and that's they're the whole bunch, less than jake the old school less than jake now that they're in their 50s and still singing about high school problems it's a little sad but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's that five iron frenzy five iron frenzy always they, good. they were one of my favorites mm-hmm. they still are one of my favorites but i don't know if they're a band anymore <laughs> no idea that's or, wait a minute what's the band we're supposed to bring back uh, bring back crying. Uh, crying. <laughs> crying. If you if you know anybody the members of crying. Popcorn and playlists at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so here hearing scott again from a, a generation that honestly should not be exposed to ska um, but they're, they're bringing it back it's a lot of fun it's good and fantastic musicianship ska tune network um, between we are the union um, did a tour with jeff rosenstock who's also trying to bring back ska single-handedly while also doing some fantastic work with um uh, well how do we say it? amerigo vespucci is how i say it it's not the band name but um, <laughs> some guy a lot of a lot of talent out there and it's yeah. it's fun to see the 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 way that's new ska bands are using the the medium to just have fun and tell real real things yeah yeah so, i think that uh we i think there's a there is a call for ska for fun music we haven't had any fun in 10 years, <laughs> It's especially, well, I mean, the, the pandemic alone, but the politics and the, the economy and all that kind of stuff, we haven't had any fun. Yeah, since about and- November 2016, weirdly enough. <laughs> oh. hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and, and before that, it was the uh, 2008 um, housing crisis, the, the bubble and you know, all, the big yep. crash. But we haven't had fun. There's nobody it's not mainstream to have fun anymore. It's it's mainstream to um, to whine and be mean. In a world of permacrisis, that's uh that's yeah. a legitimate way to feel. However, um, it's music, music my toxic positivity shine through here, darn it. There you uh. go. Yes, yes. Music <laughs> should help you yes uh, be happier help music should uh fill your fill your positive yeah help it find should. a way to express the negative to handle things a little better yeah maybe yeah i don't know so you know you're not alone yeah i think that's the and once once you're all looking at the same issue and solving it eh, things can get better things will <laughs> get better so I think, uh, ska was always just very happy and very, um, I mean, I don't have any clue how to dance to ska. Nobody does. I'm yeah. I, but that's, I think that's the glory of it. (laughs) Taking your legs around or whatever, you know, doing that. Break your spine, throw some elbows in the air and everything's fine. And you're good. Yeah. And you're (laughs) sitting along too. So that's a, those are great finds. Those are That's... great signs. I rediscovered Poison. Today. Poison. Poison. Yeah, was on the. Wow. Air. What was yeah. their big one? Uh, I don't remember. All of the glam rock bands kind of run together for me. They all really do. Uh, pour <laughs> some sugar. No, that was definitely. And, uh, anyway, I I just remember hearing a Poison song and saying, "Those were those guys. They were not horrible." <laughs> for 80s glam rock metal that's you can't can't go too bad with that right right every rose has its thorns thorn yes yes talk dirty to me yeah it was talk dirty to me that i heard okay and it was uh it was thanks for looking that up um it was just fun to listen to because it's 80s glam rock and that's there. There was, I don't know, there was something to it. They the did time. Unskinny Bop. Oh, yeah. That's, see, they didn't suck. I thought that was Motley Crue. No, Motley Crue sucks. No, I- <laughs> <laughs> If you disagree, popcorn and playlists at gmail.com. <laughs> no, don't email us we don't want to hear no, don't email us on that one yeah <laughs> we won't respond to every email like some other places do <laughs> they, they um, are still technically an active band yeah can you tell me their lead singer's name mm. brett michaels brett michaels that wasn't him with cc C. deville on guitar yes yes um who and this? I'm looking at a very modern photo of CC Deville, and I don't think that he realizes that 1980 was 43 years ago. Um, <laughs> if you're CC Deville, go ahead and contact <laughs> the members of Crying. Help us bring back Crying. <laughs> Come on, CC Deville, you can <laughs> do it. Come on, here it's on, it's on you now. <laughs> You've been given a quest. Brett Michaels, I have nothing but respect for you and I will have nothing but respect for you forever, but if you can help bring back crying <laughs> We're looking at CC, he needs help <laughs> <laughs> Just check in with CC <laughs> We're going to put together a project plan here, you see <laughs> I need benchmarks, I want the drummer contacted in three weeks <laughs> we'll have a zoom call on this (laughs) (laughs) oh oh man these are these are fun modern photos of 80s glam rock bands ricky rocket is a fantastic name the stage name of their drummer (laughs) of course he is and and he looks like he could have been in any early 2000s emo band Um, nice nice the thing with the 80s glam rock was a lot of them had a lot of talent (laughs) and they were directed or produced to do glam rock Mm -hmm. and that's sad because because like brett michaels who i respect i think he's He's an amazing artist. I'm, wish, I'm, sure that, sure. I'm sure that all of them are amazing artists. But Brett Michaels in particular, what a voice. Right. Right. He could have done anything but pop, <laughs> glam rock, and, got, and made it popular. Kind of like the uh, uh, Brian Setzers of the world. Right. 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 Where he didn't listen to the producers, and he brought back Swing. <laughs> single-handedly. Single-handedly brought back <laughs> swing. And uh and then other people joined in and it was good. So so anybody who is an 80s glam rock musician, please help bring back crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, uh, Tommy blazes. Lee,
0: we don't need your help. But, no, no, no! You can you can drive your boat, <laughs> Room. <laughs> that's a story I'll tell you offline. <laughs> and we do have to be thankful for eighties glam rock because without it, we would not have had the grunge movement, which killed eighties. That's 80s right, entirely. So that's right, and. I, I think 80s glam rock killed disco. Yes, it did. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you, 80s glam rock. <laughs> <laughs> and disco killed Elvis. What? What? <laughs> Wait, there's just another reason to hate disco, personally. <laughs> <laughs> but Elvis killed swing. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Wait. Yeah. But it came back. Well no. Yeah, so Ryan okay. is the anti-elvis. <laughs> huh. Thank you for listening to the history of music on popcorn and playlists. Mel Brooks presents. <laughs> history of music part two. Coming to Hulu <laughs> this fall. <laughs> Does it make sense? No. No, just wait until they get to 1999. Oh, we're in the, yeah. Uh, and we're just going to say Y2K. <laughs> Big Willy Y2K ska style. <laughs> As done by the bare ladies. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I, I would really want. Both of that to happen. So either bare naked ladies cutting a ska album, yes, or yes. mighty mighty Boston's doing the Gordon album as a ska <laughs> album oh. <laughs> with crying sitting in with crying. CC. <laughs> what's what's our status? <laughs> Do we get crying? <laughs> Do we get them yet? Do we? This thing on. Is this thing on bring back crying and <laughs> join us next week when we'll discuss more movies and music. <laughs> and as our, 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 our passion overflows for the band crying. <laughs> three EPs. Doesn't matter. It <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. Talent. Is talent. Yeah, that's just right. Just look at Brian Setzer. That's, that's right. It just oozes out of him. <laughs> it's really it's gross sometimes. It's, <laughs> it's moist. <Yeah. laughs> With that, <laughs> y'all have a great night, <laughs> great day. Thank you for listening to popcorn and playlists at gmail.com. <laughs> you <laughs>